0: Hello everyone, welcome to Biz Bytes with Technobird, where I will be unraveling the mysteries of the online business world and helping you to soar to new heights. I'm your host, Carly Plowman, but you may also know me as Technobird. With a decade of experience under my wings as a website designer and SEO specialist, I've had the pleasure of guiding countless business owners across diverse industries. From crafting clever, creative and custom websites packed with SEO punch, to developing tailor-made SEO strategies that make them stand out in the digital jungle. I'm here to help you spread your wings and take flight in the online world. Biz Bites with Technobird isn't your average podcast. It's a hub for decoding, deciphering and dominating your online business. Get ready for a feast of topics from website optimization and SEO tips to nifty website tips and tricks and the ins and outs of running an online business. Oh, and let's not forget the fun. We'll dive into juicy debates like which website platform is best, explore social media, SEO tactics, and chat with remarkable women in business who are making waves in their industries. But wait, there's more. I'll be bringing you interviews with folks who some might see as my competition. Because, hey, in this aviary, there's room for all kinds of birds to spread their wings and fly. So buckle up and get ready for a wild ride. I'm going to win this whole podcast because that is what I'm all about. But you're going to get some of the latest insights, tips, and maybe even a surprise or two. After all, that's what makes life in the digital nest so exhilarating. Thanks for joining me on this adventure. Now let's dive into today's episode and start soaring towards online success together.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of These Bites with Techno Bird. Today I want to do a short and sharp episode and I want to get stuck into it straight away and I'm going to be talking about the five most common mistakes that I see website owners make Um, and they might be things you had never thought of before or you're wanting to do a bit of an audit on your own website and this might be a good starting point for you. So let's get stuck into it. The first common mistake I see happening on websites is having social media icons that, when clicked, don't open on separate tabs. So I've come to your website. I can see your Instagram icon. I click on it and then it opens up your Instagram page over the top of your website. So you've now taken me away from your site onto social media and now I'm going to go down the rabbit hole of scrolling endlessly on social media. I might look at your profile and I might follow you and then I'm going to get distracted by all of the shiny things that happen on Instagram that I'm going to forget to come back to your website. Um, Maybe I'll come back another time or if I do come back, then that is a win for you as a business owner because once we get into social media, it's um, easy to get or easy to slip into, you know, doom scrolling. So if you have social media icons on your website, then make sure that they open on a separate tab so that we're not driving people off our sites into the social media abyss. Especially important because a lot of us are impulse buyers, so we may have come across your website um, on social media or Googled you or somewhere else, and we have come to your site and we've found something that we want to buy or download or sign up for. Um, and if if you're like me as an impulse buyer, um, I want to make that process really quick. But if then I'm going to if I'm going to then click on a social media icon and go to Instagram or TikTok or wherever, then that um likelihood of me impulse buying on your website drops dramatically. And I'll probably have a good think about it and go, you know what, I actually don't need that, or I can't actually afford that. <laughs> Not good for me, the um, you know, uh business owner, or for you as the business owner, because you might miss out on a sale there. Um But that is just generally how people operate. Um, So yeah, we don't want to be driving people off our websites. The second common mistake that I see people make on their website is not having a photo of you, the business owner, on the site. And this is particularly for service-based businesses. So if I'm looking to hire someone to manage my social media or write my website copy or hire to my like a legal team or whatever it is, um, hiring a lawyer. And I'm going to come to your website and I'm going to want to connect with you, the owner of that business, the human behind that business, um, instead of just seeing no humans on the site and only seeing information and not being able to connect with your face and who the person is. Service providers need to have photos of themselves on the website to give people that human aspect and that they can create a human emotional connection to the person. Um, Because it's no secret, you all know this, that people generally buy from people rather than buying from websites, if that makes sense. So you want to try and create that like I said, human connection, that there's a real person behind this website, there's a real person behind this business, I can see what they look like, and I can look at their photo whilst I'm reading their content. um, And you get that feeling that they are a real person. And, you know, that helps us to decide whether or not to engage with that person or work with them. So I know some people have you know, fears or feel a bit weird about having their photo taken. And that's understandable. I get that. Um, But at the end of the day, you are running a business and you want people to trust you and sign up for your thing, buy your thing, work with you, then you need to try and get over that fear (laughs) Um, and put up a photo of yourself. Even if it's just as a starting point, A selfie of you. I don't care. I just want to be able to see who it is that I'm reading about and considering working with. And then hopefully later down the track, you might be able to do a mini brand shoot or a headshot day and get a great photo of you up on the website. Um, But that is, yeah, something that will hold people back from contacting you or reaching out because they're not seeing a human on the site or understanding who it is that they are contacting because they can't see you. Number three in the most common website mistakes I see people make is not including written content and this is mainly for online stores. So many times when I have reviewed and audited clients' online stores, and I'm going to their website for the very first time. I'm looking at what the first impression is, uh, and if I'm landing on your site and I'm just being told, buy my thing, here's my products, buy this, buy, 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 and I'm not seeing any information about, you know, the business, the values, what's important to them, what, um, what they consider important, their mission, their story really, it comes down to the story, then it's kind of a cold feeling that you're giving um, somebody who's just coming across you, possibly for the first time. Um, I generally like to see at least, you know, an intro and do not put welcome to our website, please, on your website. You don't need to welcome us. We're coming to your site and we literally will judge your site within like five seconds to know whether or not you are worth staying on your website for. I know it sounds harsh, but that is just how we operate. Um, And so if I'm coming to your site and it's not clear, you know, straight away within that five seconds as to what you're about and, you know, what sort of um, business you are and where you are there and you're just like, it's a bit cold and here's just all my products, Um, then that can give off a bit of a uh, less human feeling, I think. Um, This sort of goes also back into we buy from humans, not from websites. Um, So, yeah, even if you are a online store, you need to give us some kind of story uh, about your business. Maybe you are eco-friendly. Tell us a bit more about that. Maybe you support Aussie artists, tell us a bit more about that. Or if you're a mum in business and you are trying to reach people of a specific, um, or you have a specific target audience, then add some content to the homepage um, that speaks directly to your target audience. Give them some context. Don't just go, here's my things buy them. Like give us some info, give us some context and give us a story. Number four in the most common mistakes I see people make on their websites is not identifying or fixing broken links. Now, if I'm coming to your website and I'm reading some information about the services that you provide and I click on read more, learn more, um, sign up or whatever it is, uh, and that link either one doesn't work, like it takes doesn't take me anywhere, or it takes me to the wrong page, or it takes maybe it takes me to a contact form rather than a um, you know a service page, for example, uh, or the link goes to a 404 error page, which means that that page no longer exists. This equates to a poor user experience because you're making it difficult for us to find the information that we're looking for find the page we're looking for, the service, the product that we're looking for. And we are likely to then exit your website because it hasn't been easy for us to get to your the end game of your website. Um, so you want to make sure that you're looking through your website and if you update your website a lot by adding pages and blog posts and you're changing things around all the time that you do a really regular audit of all of the links on your website and identifying any broken ones and fixing them straight away. Uh, There's a really good Chrome extension you can download. Uh, There's actually lots of these Chrome extensions and you can click on the Chrome extension and it will run an audit through your site and list any or all of the broken links that it finds for you. So you don't actually manually have to go through all of your links on your site and click on them one by one um, and to see whether they work or not. Like that would be annoying and time time consuming. Um, So if you use Chrome browser, then go into the Chrome extension store, type in broken link checker and I guarantee you'll find lots of free Chrome extensions that perform that for you. And number five is not giving any incentive to sign up to your mailing list. This is a big irk of mine. Um, when I'm auditing or reviewing someone's website or even if I am just looking at someone's website uh, in general, not from an auditing Perspective. Uh, Say I am looking at a service provider and I come across the subscribe section where it just says sign up to my mailing list. I guarantee you I'm not signing up to your mailing list because one, why should I? Two, what do I get out of it? Three, how often do you send emails to a list? Four, what do I get out of signing up to your mailing list? every man and his dog now wants you to sign up to their mailing list and the unsubscribe rates are going through the roof and now it's really um it's really something that we look at when we are thinking of subscribing to someone's mailing list what benefit we get out of it whether that's a discount code a free something or other or um insights on the latest tips and tricks for whatever, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, I want to know why I should sign up before I sign up. Otherwise, I'm just not going to. You can't expect people to just sign up to a mailing list without giving them a reason or an incentive to. Um, Yeah, that is a big irk of mine. I am not someone who says, you know, you have to give a discount in order to get people or a monetary reward for signing up. Like you don't have to do that. You can create a really good resource that might be really helpful to your audience um, as a reward for signing up to your mailing list. So for example, I have two. One of mine is a free guide on how to do your own keyword research. Uh, And the other one is a free guide on how to do a DIY SEO audit. Uh, And there's also another one that I have, and it's a website optimization checklist, which helps people to um, go through their websites and figure out how and what they need to do in order to optimize it. So you don't have to necessarily give a monetary reward. Um, And I think lots of people misunderstand that and think that they do. And not every business owner can afford to offer that kind of thing either. Some other ideas for mailing lists could be, um, you know, a free 10, 15 minute consult uh, on something, or it might be. Uh, free shipping on your first product like they literally google <laughs> this topic you can come up with so many ideas or go onto chat gpt and type in give me some ideas for opt ins for my mailing list this is what i do this is what i offer um this is my target audience and i don't want the opt in to be um, of monetary value and i guarantee you'll get lots of ideas that is the beauty of chat gpt Um, so yeah, that's it. Short and sharp. Those are the five most common mistakes that I see people make on their websites. If you have found this episode helpful, I would love to know. I would love you to share this with your friends, family, followers, subscribers, biz mates. Um, and if you leave a review, I will be extra thankful or send me a message, send me an email, send me a DM. Um, I would love to hear what you think. All right. I will leave it there and I will see you next time.